0: up rundown nation i'm woach and i'm wall and we're back at you with another conference preview just me and wall today we got the big 12 conference wall just me and you
1: hey we got the talent here baby <laughs>
0: that's right no more story <laughs> uh <laughs> we're gonna get to it here um excited for the big 12 there are some changes uh, brewing here uh not pro- probably out of my the the top power fives wall this is probably the conference I, I even though i do like some teams in here this is the one i i dislike the most i'll say that and it was the pac 12 but we'll get to that in our next episode uh, and i i'm thinking it's a much improved pac 12 and i'm liking them but what are your thoughts on the big big 12 uh, what are you thinking there
1: i don't know that i would go that far which i understand what you're saying i i get that but I, I don't know that I'd go as far as to say that. I mean, ACC is just a team or a conference that I, I personally mainly like cause I can't watch them. And I, people hear me complain about this all the time, but I can't watch the damn game. So I, I like the big 12. I mean, you get that, that one game of the year, Woj, and you know, I, I don't I have to ask yep. you, I already know, you know, this answer, but the one game of the year that makes the big 12 is that red river rivalry. And I can't wait to hear you on that week. When we do our rundown podcast, say that a few times. Cause it always cracks me up, but that game, I mean, in itself makes you know the big 12 so I I like the conference we got some good games I like to watch Baylor West Virginia they usually get together good game there Oklahoma State Kansas State they play this year I'm looking forward to that one so I like the big 12 we we obviously all both of us like all college football but I I disagree with you a little bit in the the worst conference but I understand exactly what you're saying
0: that's a always a highly listened to episode While.
1: We, do, uh, we bring is, the we heat get, on that one, yeah. <laughs> well, they just like to listen to you mess up saying Red River Rivalry. <laughs> Red River Rivalry.
0: Oh, so, been it, it, you know, yeah, yeah, offseason. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We've got the Baylor Bears, Wall. Uh, a lot of questions on the offensive side of the ball here,
1: Wall. What are your thoughts? Baylor? I don't know, Woj. I'm guessing you're going to go, well, I don't know what you're going to do on this one. I guess over you're going to go on this one, Woj?
0: Well, I I don't even know what the over under is right now. I just went through it and how I do it a lot of the time is I just put a record down. I go through the schedule, wins and losses. I got them at seven and five.
1: Seven and five. So yeah, you're always right there. Would you? you know what? You should be a lines maker yourself because the, the spread right now is at seven and a half. So ooh, I, ooh, yeah ooh. I, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to go over that number seven and a half myself. I think they have a good defense. They have a good line on both sides of the ball, Woj. That means it's a good football team. And Dave Aranda, you know that I like him. He gets it done, you know. Two and seven football team that was the Baylor Bears before he got there is now a 12 and two football team that we all remember the game last year, right, Woj? The championship, Big 12 championship. What a football game, literally. And yes, I'm using that word correctly came down two inches. Well, do you remember him reaching out at the half yard line? Just a little bit short. Oh man. It's got me so excited for some college football, but that was a good football team. They took down Oklahoma state. They were the better team that day. They shut down old miss in the sugar bowl, man. That was a good game to watch. i love watching old miss get shut down, but I think the Baylor bears are going to bring it again this year. I'm going over.
0: All right. Yeah. I'm sitting at that seven and a half. Uh, I'm going under uh, seven and five. Abram Smith. Big loss on the running back side of the ball. He was probably their their best production as far as the offensive side. You add that with Twycon Thornton and R.J. Snead and the wide receivers that are gone, and I loved Snead in DraftKings because he was always super cheap. He could get you a consistent, really good uh, cash game pickup. Uh, Gary Bohannon is losing the quarterback slot to sophomore Blake Sharpin, so we'll see how good uh, the sophomore is. They do travel to Texas, travel to Oklahoma, and West Virginia, and they have a non-conference game against BYU. All those are losses in my mind. Seven and five, Walt,
1: easy. Whoa, okay, there we go, starting it off right.
0: <laughs> All right, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Sooners. We're going to get right into it. This is this is great. Elphabodic order for the Big 12 is pretty good here. Uh, I have them 10 and two, maybe 10 and three. Depends on how good Vendables can get them going in the first year, Walt.
1: Well, you're, you're going to be hitting the over then, and I'm going to be taking the other side of that as is normal, right? Well, as is normal. Brett Venables, we've been talking about him on the podcast, and I've been saying for three years now that he should be the head coach at a football team. He stayed at that Clemson program. He coached. He did the defensive side of the ball, defensive coordinator for Sweeney over there. I, I don't know. I, I'm glad he ended up at Oklahoma. I'm glad he didn't end up at a MAC team or something like that as a head coach. I'm glad he got some, you know, some money behind him. I like to say, but he, we'll see what he could do the first year. I don't know that he can get it done right away. One thing he will have is Dylan Gabriel, and I'm a big fan of that man. UCF quarterback, you know, he got hurt. He had to sit out a lot. But this guy can just plain throw the football, Woj. Over 8,000 yards passing, 70 touchdowns, and he's been injured a lot. So I'm just going to have to go under 9.5 because I think that Venables is going to take a little time to develop this program. Obviously, when last year when Riley left this program, it kind of left Oklahoma in a state of, uh, I don't know how to politically correct correct say this Woj but it, it left them wondering how good the football team was and there's a lot of strife between people so I'm gonna go under nine and a half I just think it'll be they don't get that 10th win
0: I'm, I'm gonna correct myself because at the beginning I said 10 and 2 or maybe 10 and 3 it's actually 10 and 2 maybe 9 and 3 and I'm gonna throw the 9 and 3 out they're going over 10 and 2 uh nine returning starters so that's not a lot uh, a lot of transfers out, obviously, but like you talked about, big transfers in. Dylan Gabriel. They also pick up Jeff Lebby, who's the uh, old Miss offensive coordinator. Vanderbilt's actually built a really good coaching staff around this. Uh, being the old Miss offensive coordinator, he knows the air raid obviously very well. Um, so Dylan Gabriel is going to make a big impact. Plus, he's worked with Gabriel at UCF before, uh, so this is it's a nice easy pick. Uh, they need to find a stable replacement for Kennedy Brooks, which is a big hit because he was a really good uh, multi-purpose back. Likely going to be Eric Gray if he can be that multi-purpose. They're going to need it, especially in that air raid for for Gabriel for the checkdowns. Uh, you add in a Vendable's defense, uh, that's success in the Big 12. And Oklahoma's defense isn't that bad. They aren't returning that much, but their turnaround's always usually pretty good, just being Oklahoma. Uh, And then the the icing on the cake here is a gift from above for Vendables in his first year. They have a crazy easy schedule. They play Texas and Dallas, so that's a neutral site. They got Baylor, Oklahoma State at home. They get UTEP, Kent State, Nebraska out of conference. Okay, so, I mean, this is a a gift from above for Vendables. This is about as easy as you can get it can make he can work with Levy to get this offense really off the ground. He gets his defense in shape, ready to go to play some of these other Big Twelve teams. I think this is a no-brainer. I think this is an easy win for Oklahoma State. I think they're the the right out front runners for this conference and I think they should be. And I, I think I think those losses to Kansas State and the the random losses from back in the day are, are gone. I think Vendables gets them going in the right direction. Uh, I know it's not a Lincoln Riley, but I think this will work out better. Lincoln Riley focused so much on offense that having vendables there with a decent offensive crew already under his gun, pulling in a good offensive coordinator is gonna be uh is gonna be really good for the Sooner family and the Sooner Faithful. Uh, but we're gonna move on Wall to one of your favorites. I'm gonna skip ahead here. We're going Texas Longhorns.
1: Yeah. So the question is, am I going over or under? I'll let you guess what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, on
0: I'm gonna guess it's the overwall.
1: <laughs> it is, and I wish this number was at eight. Let me tell you, but re- irrelevant because I'm going over anyways. It could be ten for all I care. They're my boys. I like Texas. I like to listen. watch I, I, you don't, you might not even, you probably actually do know this, but I like to listen to Texas football games on the radio. Did you know that, Woj? Uh,
0: I, I think I remember that from back in the day but I completely forgot that. that,
1: That's nice. Yeah. A number of years now. I, I don't, I don't, I watch them on the TV too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, every other weekend I'll listen to them on the radio and Craig way, they call him the the voice of the Longhorns. He does all the games. He's really good. And I love listening to him, but last year, and I'm sure you felt this way. I'll let you say the commentary You like to hear it from, but I felt this way with Craig way. Every time Mr. B. John Robinson got the ball, I loved hearing him say, Bijan Robinson up the middle for a 50-yard touchdown. I mean, that's what gets me going, Run, Well, 195 runs, 1,127 yards rushing. Come on. Offensive line, getting some depth. You know, wide receivers, they might need to step up in the Sarkeesian offense. I'm still waiting for them to do that. Flood over there, coordinator, obviously he relies on wide receivers a lot, but I don't care about that part of the offense. I care about Mr. Bijan Robinson. I think he's going to crush it. As I said, I wish this was eight, but it's eight and a half. So I'm going to go over it nonetheless.
0: I'm taking um I, Well, here, let me ask you this question. Is Texas back? Well,
1: is Texas back? Yeah. Uh, ask me next year shit. let's let's wait there. <laughs> okay, I can, I, okay. I'm, t- I'm taking the over so that's what
0: oh, okay I said. well well you're taking the over I like it I like it I like the answer that Texas is back because that's like the question everybody asks at the beginning of the year is Texas back Texas is back it's a great storyline for NCAA they wish Texas was back
1: oh, there you go um, yeah
0: I do I wish I like Texas. I, I love Te- probably out of every big 12 team Texas is my favorite but are they improved yes are they ready for an Alabama on week two no. <laughs> I mean, on paper, they look really good. Well, and Sarkisian's going to have his hands full getting this to work together, just like uh, Lincoln Riley is going to in USC. And we'll get to that next episode. But they have a new quarterback. They have the number one wide running back in college football. And you would just talk to him. They have a really good receiver, number one receiver in Xander Worthy. They picked up a guy in the transfer portal from Iwomey. He's a deep, deep threat. Uh, Isaiah Neer 44 catches for 12 TDs last year. Uh, they pick up uh, Jaleel Billingsley from Alabama. I don't know if you remember him. He was the tight end from Alabama, big athlete. Uh, So we'll see. It's supposed to be a good hands athlete. So we'll see if he can catch some passes for him. But the biggest thing here is Quinn Uwers. Well, the Ohio State, well, recruited to Ohio State. And before he even plays the game, he transfers to Texas. So he's got a mullet. He fits the uh, Texas bill here, Wall. But can he produce? We don't know. Uh, Number one recruit in the nation, but that always doesn't work out, Uh, so we'll see. Defense also only has four returning starters. They gave up 6.3 yards per play last year. Well, ouch, so it's probably good they only have four returning starters. They need to start fresh there. They need to turn around, so on paper, they probably should win nine games they probably should go the over but I'm taking the under I don't think they're quite there yet even with the best running back in the nation I don't think Quinn Ewers can pull through enough to uh, get them over the top and the defense again hasn't changed I guess it has changed a lot but it's, it's a beginning year it all depends on that defense wall what can that defense do in some of these games will, will they not lose the game to uh, what who did they lose to last year was it Kansas didn't Kansas beat them at the end of the season in a crazy upset at Texas
1: Yeah, but that's a one-off game you're talking about. That's true. I I understand what you're saying about their defense wasn't great because they definitely had to score points to win the football game. I think personally, Overshawn, he's one of their best – he is the best linebacker on Texas. I think he was really good. I think this year, if they can get him a little bit of help, you know, free him up so he's not getting double teamed every time by two linemen essentially, I think they can get stuff done in answer to your question, Woj. And I do agree with you that their defense needs to step up for them to win.
0: All right. Well, let's uh let's go to Oklahoma State. Let's go to the Cowboys. Twelve and two record again this year, Wall. What do you thought? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Twelve and no, I, I don't think they're getting to twelve and two. I mean <laughs> last year obviously they, they got there and they, they lost a devastating we mentioned it earlier in the episode, but the, that devastating game to Baylor. But man, was it such see what you, I just you know, you get thinking <laughs> about stuff like that, and then you remember why you love college football so much because games like that were just amazing. But no, I don't. I don't think they get to 12 and two this year. Woj, I, I maybe they get to 10. You know, maybe, but I, I wouldn't exactly bet they're going to get to 10. I am going to take the over though. I am going to go over eight and a half where it's sitting right now. Knowles, the defensive coordinator, he's gone. We talked about that in our Big Ten preview. He's over there at Ohio State. Wow. What a pickup for Ohio State! I don't know yeah, how, how Ryan yeah. Day got that done, but it what a great pickup for Ohio State. But Derek Mason is coming in now as the new defensive coordinator. So yeah, I understand Nose was a great defensive coordinator, but they're replacing him with similarly good talent, in my opinion, anyways. At coaching last year, though, was and this is the reason you know if you look at these stats, you already know well Walls going over on this team, but defense ranks last year scoring ninth, rushing defense fifth, passing defense thirty-sixth, total defense fifth Woj. that's it's a defensive team they've really changed who they are over the past couple years under Mike Gundy they used to be a you know shoot them out football team not so much anymore Roach they can if they need to but that's not what they want to do they want to play defense and win football games by controlling the clock that's what Gundy's been doing lately I think they get it done this year over eight and a half
0: okay I'm going under wall eight and four uh maybe seven and five uh Big voids this year, full secondary, all four positions, starting positions gone, starting running backs gone, who was a big key the last three years for them, four years maybe. Uh, Number one wide receiver gone. Uh, Spencer Sanders is going to have his work cut out for him, trying to figure out what to do with the ball and when to do it. Road matches versus Baylor, Kansas State, and Oklahoma. I mean, unless Spencer Sanders can stop throwing interceptions and get really good downfield production. And not just use his legs. I, I I don't see it getting the over here. Uh, I, they definitely don't get a repeat performance in the. And I don't think they improve in the Big 12 at all. Well.
1: Oh, we'll will agree to disagree, Woj. It wouldn't be right if we didn't.
0: All right, let's head to the other end of the spectrum. Kansas Jayhawks. Wall, and I'm not going to bash them this year. I'm not. I'll even start this off. They're a better team. Wall, Kansas Jayhawks. You heard it from Woj. They're a better team. This is a three and nine, four and eight team. Uh, Again, we talked about them winning over Texas at the end of the season last year. Uh, Good performances versus TCU and West Virginia as well towards the end of the season. I think they lost a combined score between the two. Uh, Returned 16 starters. 16. That's a lot for a team. And they add Minnesota's Kai Thompson. Remember him. He's a great running back. Uh, I'm not sure why he went to Kansas, but he's a good running back. Um, Defense is shaky, as you would expect from a team that usually wins two games a season. Uh, but I think they can channel their inner strengths there with Kai Thompson uh, in those big end of the season performances, and they can win some games here. I, I again, three and nine, four and eight here. I think.
1: Well, I didn't even know. I well, I knew they got kai thomas I, th- I thought that he was going to be sitting behind neil though so i d- i didn't even know that he was going to be starting but either way they got two running backs now which is is something for kansas to say i mean they were not great last year by any means we did talk about that you know that win over texas which again that's just you know that's a random occurrence those things happen they just they happen especially in college football remember jared casey woach the guy that caught that uh, two-point conversion yeah. to win the game yeah oh that was epic man you're talking about a fullback or a tight i think it was technically a tight end but a tight end fullback that comes in the game catches that two-point conversion to win the game against texas oh my god got an nil deal i i don't want to say it wrong i think it was applebee's or maybe it was chili's but <laughs> nonetheless this you know this this jaren casey gets an overnight fa- i love it won't you? you gotta love college football but I mean, Kansas is probably one of the teams that you don't love if you're a big fan of, unless you're from Kansas, obviously. Unless if you're a big fan of college football, I'm I'm going over two and a half though. Well, you're right. They improved. They're going to improve. So over two and a half on this football team. Oh, we agreed. Put it on the board. Uh, it, it, well, to
0: your point, uh, I think he is marked as a tight end, but that that's how they that's how they mask themselves. Every other conference other than the Big Ten masks actually having a fullback on the team. They just put him as a tight end but it's really he's a fullback but they're just embarrassed while the big Ten embraces it it's a lovely thing
1: <laughs> well they do a lot of other conferences do a lot of weird motions with their guys too so a tight end a fullback could end up in a tight end on a before the snap but none, nonetheless i digress we we All move right. on Woj.
0: we move on uh, if you're a kansas fan you could also be a kansas state fan which is who we're going to go to what? next to the wildcats wall uh, they got they got a different they got an interesting quarterback change over there wall
1: Whoa! Wait a minute. Why, why would a Kansas fan be a Kansas State fan? They're, they're, that's like saying an Iowa fan's an Iowa State fan, which I I oh, know holds true for you, you but uh, yeah, that's they, true. They, They're not the same people, you know. They're not the same people. I mean, we're, we're talking. You're talking about the quarterback that came over there. Whoa! I'm I'm guessing. You know, this is just a shot in the dark, but I'm guessing you're talking about Mr. Adrian Martinez, right? Uh, Mr. Adrian Martinez. Yes. Well, let's see if he does better at kansas state than he did over there (laughs) in nebraska because i don't know you know i was never real big on him he just when it came down to the clutch moments he would make mistakes which you can't do when you're a leader and a quarterback has to be a leader but i still am for kansas state's sake i am going to take the over of six and a half in this one they got half their offense back half their d that's a good thing you know they'll do the kansas state thing they'll win games that they should and they'll lose games that they should they they're not they're not they're very consistent in what they do. They book, the books, the linesmakers, they love probably making lines like Kansas State because they're so consistent. But I'm looking forward to that TCU Kansas State, you know, on the road. It's that's going to be a good football game. That's going to really decide the over/under. You know, it's a lot to pay, but I, I think I'm going to take the over six and a half on this.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the under wall, but the only reason is Adrian Martinez. And uh, in my notes here, I have I know Wall's thoughts on this. What's the next? point because i know your thoughts on adrian martinez (laughs) but this is this is awesome okay so we get the old one of the oklahoma quarterbacks going to nebraska right or and now we have nebraska's quarterback going to kansas state he's going to the big 12. so now we really we talked about scott frost at the beginning of last year how his job was in the line and somehow he still has it who knows why or how Uh, I guess because he's in Nebraska and he took a pay cut. and Whatever. Nevertheless, that's not the team we're on. We're on Kansas State. Adrian Martinez lost Nebraska games. They Sure, they won some games because of Adrian Martinez, but they also lost games. He's one of those quarterbacks that is way too wild and erratic and inconsistent that you can't trust him to do things in the spotlight. And they have a really good running back in Deuce Vaughn there. They're going to have to utilize him a lot, in, but the thing about it is you have to utilize Adrian Martinez's legs as well. So it, it comes down to the coaching and how well they can do this. Um, I, I don't know if this is a good pick or a bad pick, going under or over. I think this is a coin flip. It de- fully depends on Adrian Martinez. They're a consistent team on defense. I don't know. I'm going to take the under. I think they win five games, maybe six. Maybe they go six and six. But Adrian Martinez still loses them games, makes Scott Frost look better. Scott Frost still loses games and gets canned. Uh, that's just the end of, end of the line. But uh, tough road games versus Oklahoma, Baylor, West Virginia, and Iowa State, which I think are all losses in my book, Wall.
1: Well, you're under. I'm over. Nothing new, Woj. I mean, the at least one of the rundown is going to be getting every single game right, let me tell you this year, or every single team total right, because we disagree so much, Woj. It's incredible. It is incredible. But listen. That makes for good content, right, Wall?
0: Who's on Woj's team? Who's on Wall's team? That's yeah. what I want to know. Or maybe it, I it, don't want to know. Maybe it'll be bad. <laughs> I don't know.
1: This is true. And, and normally it's only one game difference, right, that we're really arguing about. So it's, it's not that big of a deal or that big of a difference, I should say.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. TCU, the Horned Frogs, Wall. Love this mascot. Sonny Dykes will take over as the head coach coming from SMU. Is he going to turn this play place around or are they just going to be a mediocre team again in the Big
1: Twelve? Well, we'll see. I mean, that's that's the key. I think you hit the nail on the head right there, what would you? Can Sonny Dykes do it? Can they he turn this three and six last year team down, you know, or around to you know, from a disappointing season to I don't think there anybody expects that they're gonna be the champions at the end of the year, but can they make it so that they get over that six and a half mark where it's sitting right now? I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just going to go under six and a half. I mean, this is not an SMU team. I think he might've even had, eh, I shouldn't say that, but he, he had almost as equal talent over there at SMU that he does coming into this program at TCU, which obviously they're a, a power five conference. So I don't know. I'm going to go under six and a half. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to watch some of their games though. See how Mr. Duggan can come out. Mr. Duggan can come out.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm taking the under two while we're agreeing on this one. I'm a five and seven, four and eight on this uh, all day. Uh, T.C. relies on its defensive lot. thing about Sonny Dykes is he's always relied on his offense. Coming from SMU and I can't uh, – Appalachian State possibly before that? I can't remember where he was before that. Um, but he's always relied on his offense to, to win him games, not his defense. So now he's coming to a program that has a defense. Can he turn the offense around? You mentioned Dugan. We'll see. Wins over Tart- Tartan State. Or Tarleton State, South Alabama, Ab- Texas Tech, Kansas, and maybe a win at Iowa State or Kansas State can get to that mark, but I don't see them winning any more than that. So I think this is one of the easiest unders in the Big 12. Uh, and we, since we're both agreeing, I think I think the fans should uh, jump on that one. Well.
1: Well, he was. Well, I was going to say Dykes is from Cal. He was. Uh, oh, he, okay. So. On. Yeah, he was at
0: okay, west okay. so cal smu oh, i got you okay
1: all right yep callous and he didn't do very well at cal he, he didn't they i mean he was there a few years i don't know how many but he he coached a few years they got rid of him but then he did the first couple of years at smu he didn't do very well either but he really turned that program around so if, if anybody's maybe going to turn this team around maybe it's him
0: yeah and again a uh, very offensive oriented uh, smu too uh, so we'll see uh, i wish we had some of their quarterbacks at iowa i don't know why we keep getting the bottom of the barrel at at team that's better than that <laughs> but nevertheless texas tech red raiders i'll stop talking about iowa no maybe not we haven't we have an iowa team coming up but uh a three-way quarterback fight here wall you got uh, a new offensive coordinator that's got a bunch of uh a bunch of quarterbacks to pick from here um he the new offensive coordinator is zach kiddly who led uh wku to a school record passing number so he's got to find somebody that that can pass the ball, and I don't think they have that guy. You have Tyler Soth from the from Oregon transfer. You have Donovan Smith, who finished the season with the Red Raiders, actually did a decent job, and Baran and Morton, uh, who's played one season for the Red Raiders, or one series for the Red Raiders, uh, and I think completed one pass. Uh, the thing about Smith and Soth is they both are dual-purpose quarterbacks. They're good runners, so can he transfer his – almost not air raid but his his passing offense to a an offense that can fit their styles is i guess the question here well
1: i don't know i i think i think it'll be shout at the end of the day he's just got experience uh, i do think he can run this offense it's obviously you know all offense it's defense be damned on this football team right Woj, the, the defense they sit you know they they, they get it uh room at like the sun in west while the the offense they're sitting over there at the the Bellagio or something nice you know they, they don't care about their defense they just pass the ball pass the ball pass the ball no rest for that defense so you know it's not a team that I really respect you could tell I'm going to go under five and a half on this one but you know I think that Shao does get that job I do think maybe he can run this offense he has a decent arm from what I saw over there at Oregon when he actually played so I I just I think Texas Tech in themselves is a perfect example of why that pass, 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 defense be damned. That strategy just doesn't work. You're, you're, you're not going to win doing that. So under five and a half.
0: All right. Under five and a half. I'm taking the over. I think they win five games or excuse me. I'm taking the under. I think they win five games and I don't think they can win more than that. Maybe they win four. Why did I have to say that? They got Texas, West Virginia, Baylor, and Oklahoma this year. They ain't winning any of those. We know that for sure. Uh, so uh, I guess it's the Big Big Twelve maybe, or Big Ten. I, I or excuse me, the Big Twelve. I was right the first time. I, I don't know. The tex Tech is one of those wild cards. Who knows? Um, I, I I don't like them. Well, I, I'm going five and seven. I think we both agree on this. Well, I, I have a thing to make up here. Iowa State Cyclones is going 0-2. There's no Brock Purdy, no Brees Hall, no Charlie Kohler, which sucks because I loved him on DraftKings. Um, that's all I have to say about that. But I wanna, I, I'll want let you go ahead first on Ohio State before I go on the rest of my rant here.
1: I mean, You want me to go on Iowa State or Ohio State?
0: Iowa State. Iowa State's 0-12. Again, no Brock Purdy, no Brees Hall, no Charlie Kohler. They, their team's done. Okay. I'm going under. <laughs> okay <laughs> easy i do want to make so so i listen to our big, 20, <laughs> big 10 episode as i always do Wall, and i need to go back and talk about iowa wall and i need to go back what, what's the over under today so what's the over under on iowa today do you have that up i don't have it up
1: uh i'm sure it hasn't changed it was seven and a half shaded a yeah, little but, bit to the under but
0: say it was seven and a half on our episode too. they they're gonna go over wall there hasn't been a season in the last like t- there's been Island. two seasons in the last 20 years where they haven't won seven freaking games and i think i picked the underwall or i, I it was depressing whatever i talked about okay you're telling me that they're not going to get any better in the offense they're going to be better they're going to be way better I, I don't care you had one of the worst passing offenses in the country and you still won well, what did they they won 10 games last year wall so you're telling me that I'm not going to – they're winning nine games, ten games, easy. They're, they're, they're going to the Big Ten championship game again. So I, I'm just fixing my statement from the Big Ten in place of Iowa State in the Big 12 here. Uh, bet oh, Iowa over, easy. I, it just doesn't happen in a Ferentz-led world here. They're, I don't care how bad the offense is. The defense is just that much better, and this year it's going to get even better. So uh, we'll move on to West Virginia Mountaineers as well.
1: Well, that's fine. I think I love our conversation on Iowa State here. If you want to continue this, this is great. This is like my <laughs> dream. And, and you, you said before that you think you think that you picked No, you definitely did pick them under, Woj. And I want to I want to tell you how I know why, because I wrote it down in my journal. I, but Woj made me cry today. He picked Iowa under. So I, I have it for the, the glory of time in my journal stated that you did pick the under. But I'm glad no, 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 that I'm reneging, made reneging. 100%, 100% i that I'm 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 happy for two reasons. One, this is our Iowa State discussion. For one, that's great, Woj. That's great in itself. And two, you've made a public apology to everyone and said that you're changing your opinion, which I love.
0: I mean, while well, it's like it's like a backboard. Iowa's like the backboard, right? And you hit the backboard in the square, it's going to go in every time. That's what Iowa does with defense. <laughs> they, they they hit that square every time. It's it's a weird analogy, nevertheless, it's going to work. Michigan comes to Iowa City this year, right? We have the Ohio State game at the horseshoe that's going to be tough we've beaten ohio state in years past by a large margin but going to the horseshoe is going to be a tough task still a doable task and i can't wait for that game but michigan comes iowa city they're going to feel the wrath of the hawkeye fans they're going to get beat you got wisconsin who comes iowa city as well i'm sorry wisconsin fans including my wife currently uh you're not winning that game (laughs) then you have to you you go to iowa state We're talking about them right now. They're 0 and 12. They obviously aren't going to win that game because that'd be 1 and, 1 and 11. So you got <laughs> Nebraska, Northwestern road games, Rutgers, Illinois. I, pff, are those even football teams? So yeah, put put your put your house on Iowa overwall.
1: Put the house on it. Yeah, I, well, I, you're arguing with yourself, will not you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mountain. Let's get back to the Big 12. West Virginia Mountaineers. J.T. Daniels is uh, moving to Morgantown. Uh, five returning starters in front of him on the line. Uh, Graham uh, Harrell will be the new offensive coordinator. He's called plays for Daniels when he was at USC in 2019. Wall is, is this a team that can get the over?
1: Uh, can they get it? Yeah. Is that my pick? No, I'm going to go under. It's at five and a half right now. I, I think you make good points. Their entire, it's their entire offensive line that's this back, all five of them, like mm-hmm. you said, JT Daniels, obviously you mentioned too from 40, he's taking the snaps. Those two combinations that you alluded to right away. It, it, that's the key and that's the reason that you asked me, can they go over? Yes. Because of that, because they have their entire offensive line back, and because JT Daniels is there taking snaps, but still, if I had to pick, I don't, I'm not going to put real money on it. I'd probably pick under five and a half, you know, Neil Brown, taking over for Holgerson. He just, you know, he hasn't done much at West Virginia. I know Holgerson had a few good seasons and then he kind of just vanished and left, I think around COVID time. And Neil Brown just hasn't, Done anything in his 10 So, for that reason, I think I'm going to go under five and a half. They have a tough schedule, Loach. Did you look at their schedule?
0: Yeah, it's not fun at all. It's awful. You get some teams that get some good schedules. That is not one of them.
1: No, it's definitely not. I mean, they they just, the first game of the season, they got to go to pit. Like, I mean, not only are they playing pit, like they're going to pit to play them. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm comfortable with my under five and a half. I'm not going to put money on it, but. It's not exactly a coin flip, I guess. Hey, JT
0: Daniels won a national championship. I get it. Uh, but I don't think he's that great. I don't think... I, I mean, having the five starters in front of him is a big deal, especially f- for him. And then having a, an offensive coordinator who's called plays for you before is a big deal. But um, I don't think that's the answer to West Virginia. It's full problem. So I agree with you. I'm going under in this one as well. So uh, I'm not as... Steadfast is the uh, the Texas Tech under, but this is uh, this is an under for me. Well,
1: I I'm gonna push back. J T Daniels did not. He might have a ring. But he did not win a national championship. <laughs> yeah, that's embedded won that's a national championship. I, I didn't, JT Daniels, he, when he was at USC, I don't know if you remember before Georgia, he was at USC, but I, he's just never shown me anything as far as consistency, which a quarterback definitely has to have. So I I, I want to make sure that I got that on the record. He did not win a national championship. Well, Georgia's defense won a national championship, but if you're going to give quarterback credit, it was Stetson embedded.
0: Well, JT Daniels isn't that good. I'm going to keep that statement. I know he was on a team that won a national championship, but yeah, uh, you got me there. Uh, West Virginia, the under, that's our big 12 preview matchup. Um, Again, like I said, not that enthused about the big 12. Sorry if I fell a little down on this episode, but it's just the big 12. Just go Longhorns, right? That's it. Longhorns.
1: (laughs) There's a reason you and I are friends, buddy. Let's get it going. I can't wait till the next episode, baby.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram is college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj.
1: I'm Walt. And
0: this was the College Football Rundown. We're out.